0: Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in to Wealth Wednesday, welcome, this is episode number two, and this is a new weekly show that we are adding to the Latin Wealth platform. Basically a weekly show talking about relevant topics in the media, trending news, um, things that's going on in the Latino culture. We want to give you a perspective, our perspective on it uh, from a Latino's perspective, right? So we're dropping these Wealth Wednesday episodes, obviously, every Wednesday, in addition to the Friday conversation that we've been having with the Latinos in our community. With that being said, my co-host for Wealth Wednesday is Rico. What's going on, bro? How are you doing today? How's the family?
1: What's going on, bro? Everything's good. Family is blessed. Um, I feel, obviously, I'm super honored always to be here, making sure that we give out the value to people. I'm excited about a lot of the stuff we got planned to talk about today, man. So, yeah, let's let's get to it. I'm, I'm loving it. Appreciate you.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, stay tuned for the whole episode because there may be a way for you to... Um, earn some money right claim some money so stay tuned for the whole episode we're going to talk about something that could potentially benefit you and some other things that can benefit you as well so with that being said let's jump into it what uh you know Rico and I being on social media and I'm sure you guys have seen it a lot if you're on social media a lot of people are talking about artificial intelligence right now or AI it's trending like crazy everybody's talking about it. Um, you know, what I mean, we were literally just talking before we hit record, like some people post some crazy things like yo, you, this AI is gonna take over the world, it's gonna take your job. You know, we got terminator out here that's gonna kill us. All. You know, what I'm saying it's just crazy. So what we want to do on this episode is we want to number one reduce the fear. And um, number two, we want to give an introduction of what AI is, right? what artificial intelligence is. It's been around for a while. Um, You know, we can have a a long conversation about what AI is and how we can use it, how we can monetize it. But we want to give you guys an introduction so you guys can understand what it is. And we also want to give you guys some tools at the end of our conversations that we're currently using that maybe you can use in your life to make your creative process easier or just, just make your everyday work easier for yourself. So With that being said, I'm going to pass it off to Rico. He's going to give us a kind of a a brief, a breakdown of what AI is. And, you know, hopefully, you know, this is like AI 101 to hopefully have you guys, uh, you know, more well informed of what this is.
1: Appreciate it, man. Uh, So anytime that you're sitting and you're thinking about artificial intelligence, we talk about that. And I think in most people's brains, it's a negative connotation. We said that. I feel like right now, Chris, We have a whole bunch of people that are doing a whole bunch of fear mongering, right, Mm -hmm. which is what that means is that they're just putting fear, they're casting fear into people's brains. If I tell you that, man, this is just like Terminator, you know, Skynet and these people, everything's going to happen. The machines are going to take us over and they're smarter than us and this and that. Here's the thing that I want people to understand. With artificial intelligence, what is it? It's artificial intelligence, which means the original intelligence or the basis of the intelligence is what? It's us. Right. The programmers of the actual artificial intelligence is a human being, or, or, you know, a group of human beings, right. Um, and so the thing about it is, is that in so many cases, we, we don't really think about it. But artificial intelligence is really just what it's speeding up the reactionary time, it's speeding up what a what a computer or, you know, what an what an actual machine or, or program can provide us the information, right? So whether it be information, um, whether it be specific base of of data, whether it would be um, building something, right, because there's some AI that's connected to 3D modeling, there's all these different things that are occurring. But at the end of the day, artificial intelligence is only built as a tool, right? And it's only ever going to evolve and be as smart as what we produce, what we actually program it to be starting off. And so for me, The thought process is instead of fear mongering and instead of having people be scared of what's going on, let's teach people how to actually program this appropriately to make it tools. That's the focus. It's about making them tools and understanding how to prompt, right? How to use it, how to code, how to program this stuff. And so really what you end up seeing it is, it's just, it's a byproduct, right? It's something that walks hand in hand with us and helps humanity get to a higher state right? Helps to ease things that, that maybe we don't have to see people people dying from certain diseases because our AI can figure it out, right? Like nanobytes and stuff like that. I'm just giving just broad yeah, from the top, yeah, love it. okay? Um, you know, and all these various things that we could be looking at, you know, actually talking about utilizing it as a tool, just, just super broad. And a matter of fact, Chris, uh, you know, when we think about AI, I think we think about machines, and yeah. um, obviously ChatGPT is really big right now, right? So we're talking about that, and people get that, but that's just what is prevalent. I but I got a list here, and I actually want people to think about something AI that you really don't even think of, right? You don't even consider it artificial intelligence. Your smartphone, mm. right? As you're talking to your smartphones, you ever been speaking about a conversation and then that stuff pops up on your phone, 100%. like in a search bar or in an ad inside of your social media? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, security and surveillance. Cameras, right? Like anytime you're in security and surveillance, they can zoom in. There's face recognition. Mm-hmm. There's, that, there's a lot that's going on with that, like in China and stuff like that. They're talking about face recognition. And if that's really... Uh, constitutionally sound. And if you can use that or not, there's stuff on it. But, you know, security and surveillance, social media platforms, right? The algorithm that programs or gets you to say what you like or what you don't like, the type of pictures you like, the type of posts that you like, that's all artificial intelligence. Navigation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, let's think about it. You don't know where you are in contrast to a satellite, but the satellite knows Mm -hmm. and it reacts instinctually, right? And instantly into where you're at. E commerce, Mm -hmm. right? Selling of things online and and the, the bots that you talk to, right? The little help bots that you talk to when you're having problems, maybe processing something on an e commerce site. Banking and finance, of course, they use it, right? Whether it be from investments and stocks to understanding the way money's moving. Money, you know, uh finance exchange, right? A currency exchange that's being used there. Autonomous vehicles. We know mm. Tesla has it, right? Um, Google actually helped to program some additional stuff. And then of course the smart home, right? Alexa, uh, you know, all the other all the other brands of things that enable Siri. you to have a smart home, turning your lights on and off, turning on your studio. Yeah, yeah, Siri. Yeah. All that just giving it just giving examples. And like I said, this is like you said, Chris, this is 101. But what it is is we just want to calm people down, talk about, you know, a basis and things that you don't even think of as artificial intelligence, right? But they're just tools. And it's just to help you speed up the reaction or the production of what you're doing. Now, Chris, I think you said you wanted you had some. I remember we were talking and you said you had like specific tools in AI that you use, right? There's some specific yeah. ones that you use, that you that, yep. that you like to use or, or that are useful for you.
0: Yep. Yep, I'll jump into it. Um, I mean, if you want, you can talk about ChatGPT after. That's probably one of the most well-known platforms right now. But uh, one of the platforms that I've sure. been using, and I use sure. all these for my creative process, right? So editing video. Um, I use it for audio and stuff and things of that nature. So one of them is called video.ai, but it's spelled V I D Y O.ai. And so what this does, and this is, this is kind of crazy, um, it takes your long form content and it creates short form content for you. So you can put in a 30 minute clip and the AI will pick out, I think I'll literally pick out like 10 different clips for you, different clips and it'll adjust the ratio for TikTok, Instagram rails, whatever platform you want to use it for. Um, and I'll also put the captions on there for you. And then if I'm not mistaken, I'll take it a step further and I'll write the copy for you. I'll do everything for you. So it's crazy. So I've been, (laughs) I've been playing around with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, if you guys are tuning into this episode, what I'm actually gonna do is I'm going to, again, I've been testing it out, but I'm gonna take this episode and I'm gonna run it through that the video AI and see what we can come out with. Obviously, um, the the thing about AI is there's there's not that human touch to it, that human feel. So it's I, I'm not even too sure how it works, but. Uh, we'll, we'll see what it spits out, right? It may spit out like some, some good content, it may spit out some random stuff, but nonetheless, it's a platform that can help you with your creative processes. If you guys know anything about chopping down videos and video editing, it's it's a very long process, right? So something like that can really help you out. Another platform that I'm, I've am i been using as well, is called Writer, and it's spelled R-Y-T-R. And writer is is pretty similar to chat Gbt it but it's specifically focused on writing blogs article um yeah and so like any like type of written content it it focuses on that so even if you're if you're someone that's um, looking to post a job posting there's templates specifically for that um, yeah I mean all these tools are just created to to ease, the, not ease the process, but to shorten the process, right? Um, so those are two platforms that I'm focusing on using and I've been using a lot lately. There's also another platform out, out there. Um, I, I'm not sure the name of it, but it actually edits the videos for you. I don't know if it's a paid platform or, or what it is, but I was just, when I was doing some research, I seen that there's a platform that actually edits your videos for you. So yeah, those, those would be two definitely video.ai. And then if you need help with like writing, cause I know with myself, like writing is one of my weaknesses. I hate writing. Sometimes I'll go mm-hmm. to writer and I'll put in the template and I'll, you know, give me some good information. You can kind of edit it from there. That's
1: nice, man. You know, the craziest thing is what people don't realize is that if you actually learn to, you know, utilize and optimize the use of these, of this AI, like you just gave two examples there. It's going to increase your production. Yeah. So stuff that would usually take you hours, you were talking about editing video. You're talking about hours, you know, maybe a day or so. You're cutting that down to two or three hours. You've just gained all that time. right? And so this is going to be time that you can spend either with your family, you can spend being more pro- more uh, productive, right? Yeah. Um, creating more content, come up with more ideas. So this is just helping you to expand and be more efficient and effective at the same time. I do like one thing that you said, um, I have a couple myself, obviously, ChatGPT. GPT. I mean, that's right. Mm. Everybody's using that. Um, the big thing that I'll say about chatgpt GPT, just actually spoke on it in one of my lives, but I actually gave some about 10 steps that would help you in learning to be to better be a better prompt engineer. Mm. What does that mean? That means to actually speak and give prompts or instruct, right chat GPT of how to give you the results that you want. Because in a lot of cases, People go in and try to use and they're like, it's not effective. No, it's just, it's user error, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not giving the input necessary to receive out what you want. And so I gave some tips on that. So that's huge. Chat, uh, understanding prompt engineering with Chat GPT. Obviously, we know that everybody's using that. OpenAI has been phenomenal. Um, they had to slow it down, right? Because it was too many people using it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's since using it. Um, secondly is is tone. Um, And that creates presentations for you. If you're a business person and you don't really like making uh, PowerPoints, right? It edits, you can just input and there's different templates. You tell it what what you wanted to create the presentation about and it creates the presentation with the pictures, any video. Um, It's also gonna have like, you know, background, everything that you need. And so in a lot of cases in business, you don't have the time or you forgot like, man, I gotta make this presentation. And it gives people anxiety. So just imagine using Tome, you go in, type in what you want and it creates the PowerPoint for you. And they're pretty phenomenal. I mean, you may have to edit some things, you know, here and there. Obviously, like you said, that's, it, that's that human touch. But, uh, you know, two tools that are phenomenal. Obviously, I love using them. Everybody's heard about ChatGPT. Not everybody was using it properly, but Tome is another one. Um, that's out there for them, man. uh we gave we just gave four tools right yep. there, man. so hopefully people are taking these notes down so they can go and investigate and use them for themselves. but yeah, man, all good.
0: no, a hundred percent. and what I was going to say is, um look, uh, some of these tools can be be used in your business, right? So let's just say if you're like a social media manager or if you're in the digital space, just imagine if you can use like the combination of chat, GPT and uh, video.ai to create content for your client. You know, like you said, you're just increasing your productivity and now you can maybe take on five more clients, right? With that being said, you know, something that you touched on earlier that you kind of uh, alluded to was uh, privacy, data, right? Um and so what we wanna transition mm-hmm. to is mm-hmm. the Facebook data breach settlement that was that just happened. So just to give you guys some information from an article, Facebook users have until August to claim their share of $725 million class action settlement of a lawsuit, allegedly privacy violations by the social media company, right? So pretty much anybody that had an active us facebook account between may 2007 and december 2022 they have until august 25th to enter a claim and we'll give you guys that website after um the end of this segment uh but yeah like talk to us bro what are your your thoughts about that like you said earlier everybody is is selling data collecting data um you know the, the whole privacy yeah. um you know this this conversation around privacy right
1: yeah for sure I mean you can look back to um 2013 obviously with Snowden and all that stuff WikiLeaks all this stuff that happens right uh that's mm-hmm. governmental stuff but for years in this in the what mid 2000s and 2000 data became king, and so a lot of people as they learn to collect data they've monetized that and they've made lots of money um Facebook obviously with having about, you know, I think it was like 7.2 billion users, having that many people, obviously you collect a whole lot of data. And so with that being collected, there's people that could use that. And so they pay you for that. Now, here's the problem. They got to ask you to use that data, right? Like it, and maybe you got on back in 2007, or 2008, or maybe you've been original from Facebook when it was on college campuses only, and you've had it for a long time. And so no one ever asked you, right? Or maybe you they they alluded to some things changing, but you didn't really go in and read it because they didn't require you to. So that data breach, what they found and what the you know what the courts have found is that hey, you guys didn't alert people properly. You didn't ask them to actually use or utilize their data or to sell that data. Now it's been found out. So hey, here's the thing: from May of 2007 through present times. That's that's a pretty wide range. But they're saying between those time periods, that's when data was being given out, you know, and so they're saying, hey, we have the settlement that's going on. We're going to make sure to provide people with the with the link so they can go and check, register or find out, you know, if they qualify to actually get anything. But I think it's a major thought process or a major scare um, more than A.I., you know, but I think that's more of a scare for people than actual the the, the fear mongering that people are saying that people are using that's my facts. data, like
0: that's Meta's facts.
1: using my data, Apple's using my data. I think that that's more of a, um, a realistic fear, mm-hmm. and I think people should talk about that. And you should focus on being, you know, um, some people use VPNs, right, right. The, the the virtual private network, making sure that their information doesn't go out there and it's not out there like that. Instead of just using a regular Wi Fi. But I do feel that that's something more that we should focus on. And I feel we should educate ourselves more about, um, you know, cybersecurity and stuff. If you don't know right now, cybersecurity is like top three in paying jobs.
0: Mm-hmm. It's crazy
1: right now. Cybersecurity yeah. is probably one of the top three paying jobs. It's paying great, right? And so I'll say for us and our audience, our demographic, us as Latinos, we need to learn to start investigating, put more time into this type of stuff. And not only do we protect ourselves and our family, but we also learn to, uh, to you know, obviously you can create a career out of
0: that. 100% love it. So uh, if you guys are interested in making a claim, you guys, Facebook users can make a claim by visiting face. <clears throat> oh my goodness, Facebook user privacy settlement.com. That's Facebook user privacy settlement.com. You enter your name. Uh, your address, your email, you confirm that you live in the United States. Um and I think that's pretty much it. You you and then you um, attach, you know, a form of payment so whether it's like PayPal. They give you a bunch of different options on there. So, and it doesn't say how much, right? So, it could be a dollar, could be $100, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, it can be an opportunity for you but also not only an opportunity guys to to claim some money, but to also see, you know, how these different platforms are using our data, right? And just how Jeremiah was um, talking about, like, you know, this is definitely something that we should look into and try to protect, you know, protect more of. Um, transitioning a little bit, uh, last week we spoke about how Apple um, has a new high yield saving account, and it's now available. You know, we spoke about on last week that they're offering over 4% APY, which is absolutely crazy. Something that we didn't mention last week is Apple has actually partnered with Goldman Sachs uh, for this banking feature, right? So savings accounts are actually managed by Goldman Sachs, which means the balances are covered by the um, FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation a little bit more information about the saving account is there's no fees associated with the savings account. Um, there is a minimum balance. Wait, oh, there's a maximum balance of $250,000. And again, you get over 4% APY with the savings account and there's no minimum balance, no minimum balance, but there's a maximum balance.
1: I think that the maximum, um, well, I know the maximum amount or the maximum balance uh, that they're allowing is why it's because that is the maximum insurable amount with the FDIC. So mm-hmm. Apple and Goldman Sachs is making sure that we're not having what happened to SVB. We're
0: mm-hmm. not having that
1: happen to us. So if anything happens to your money while it's in our care, we have the insurance to cover it. That's why we're mm-hmm. maxing out at 250, because that's the max amount that we can insure. Super mm-hmm. smart move on their part, Not not requiring a minimum balance. It's great because you could have, you know, two million people with a dollar in there and you got two million dollars. Right. And so that's really smart on Apple's part and Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, they uh, they suffered a little bit in their earnings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody. That's what's going on right now. Right. Everybody's putting out their earnings report, which Mm -hmm. is companies put out reports on how they did in the first quarter, which is the first three months of the year. Goldman Sachs missed a little bit. But this is gonna be their salvation because Apple's everywhere. What does Apple have? Two billion users? Was it something yeah, like that? Yeah. Apple had something crazy, right? And it's something crazy like that. So just imagine them implementing these, this, you know, this essentially this this checking account. Yeah. And absolutely. just think how far it's gonna go. Now, what does it do for Apple? What does it do for Apple? It puts them in, you know, it puts them in a place of where they have a lot more cash, right? A lot more yeah actual working capital that they can use because that's money they can either invest it or do whatever. Like there's actually cash money that's going to be in Apple's hands. They already do great, right? Over a trillion dollar a year business. But this is just gonna, man, I don't know. This might two or three exit or something, something crazy. Yeah. So I, I think this is a, a great idea. And I think this is just a start. I think you'll start to see other companies um, do something really similar to this. That's really because Apple... People think of it as the phone company. Samsung did something s- somewhat kind of
0: similar previously, but mm. yeah, this is this is going to be big. Mm. Love it. Love it. Great information. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff to think about, a lot of stuff to look into. Uh, another episode of Wealth Wednesday. Again, we want to bring you guys this information from a Latino's perspective. There's a gap when it comes to Latinos and business and finances. And we're just trying to fill that gap. We're just trying to give you guys that information, right? So what we would appreciate is if you guys share this episode with one other person that needs to hear this, a family member, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever it is, share this Wealth Wednesday episode with somebody that needs to hear this, right? And uh, I mean, we we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, Stay locked in, we're gonna be consistent. We'll bring you guys another episode next week. Uh, with that being said, Jeremiah, do you have anything else for the people out there?
1: No, just obviously we always appreciate people that, you know, subscribing and they tuning in. And like you said, sharing this information with other people, because it's up to us, our responsibility of those that know to share with those that don't. Right. And that's the only way we're going to help to heal our community and make sure that we're expanding. So we appreciate all the
0: support. Absolutely. With that being said, where can people contact you at, Jeremiah?
1: Um, easiest way is probably on Instagram because you know people <laughs> Facebook is like, yeah but uh Rico Ramirez eighty six, right? Yep. So the handle is at Rico Ramirez eighty six. You can just me. Yep.
0: yep, love it, love it. And you guys can find us at Latin Wealth on Instagram. With that being said, thank you guys once again. It's your boy Chris, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.